Whew. I don't know what is to come in this episode, but we about to find out. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Janae B., and you are listening to In the World Denista Podcast, a podcast about healing, growing, and unlocking your potential. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe, leave us a rating, and if you're feeling really generous, go ahead and leave a review. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at In the World Denista Podcast. That way you can keep up with all important information and release dates. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. Hey y'all, what is up? What is up? What is up? <laughs> Yo, y'all, it is August. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It is August. Or <laughs> it's August. And I am tripping because although this year has been like so crazy, like it's it's low-key flying by. Like it's just almost over. Like, wow, but it's not over yet. So let's let's not get caught up. It's, it's not over yet. Um, but how are you guys doing? Um, as you guys can see, we're about to just have a nature chat. We're going to just be talking about it. Talking about, honestly, I don't know what we're about to be talking about. Um, I'm going to just allow uh, this episode to flow. Um, and the reason is, is because I've been having so much on my heart that I don't even know how to, I, I'm not even sure exactly what it is. I'm not even sure exactly um, how to channel this or how to release this or if it's for my episodes, if it's just revelations that God is trying to give to me. What is it? Like, uh, so I'm just about to go with the flow. And before we just do that. We're going to go ahead and just pray. Uh, Father God, I want to come to you today and I want to just say thank you. Thank you just for being such a good father that you are. Thanking you for another miracle of, of life, Father God. Thank you for just being that shoulder, being there for us in the times of need, in the times of worry, in the type of times of pain, in the type of times of joy, happiness, frustration, anger. Father God, you are always there. You never leave in our side, Father God. Your words promises that you won't leave us, nor will you forsaken us, Father God, and we believe that that is true. And God, we just thank you for that. Father God, I'm just praying that you just guide me through this episode. Guide me whether it's a release for myself or release for the, the, the individuals who are listening to this episode. Father God, I'm just praying that you bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. So the first thing that I have written down is um, posture. And um this is going to go for all of my, um, I have a lot of people around me or I follow a lot of people on social media who are, um, on their walk, um, of becoming more of a godly man or more of a godly woman. And it is beautiful to see people who I've been through different phases of life with, you know, my, um, when I was living uh, or feeding myself the desires of the world and the persons who I've had encounters with at that moment, at those moments, watching their life unfold and transition and how God is blessing them um, just because of their obedience now, 
is really um it makes my heart so full and we also want to figure out where we're going with this like god how are you going to use me um i know that everyone who surrenders their life to christ does not have the same calling um we all aren't called to do uh this uh extreme form of min- ministry um and it, it I don't want people to get too caught up in, oh, because when I give my life to Christ or when I do this, when I do that, I have to go into ministry. Like, no, you don't have to go into ministry, but you want to be doing what it is that God has called you to do. And the only way that we'll figure out what God has called us to do, I always say, is to begin a relationship. God cannot guide us. Well, he will guide us, but God cannot. You cannot hear from God. You will, You can't be led by God. If you don't have that relationship, the, the, in actuality, you'll probably just be living for you. You'll be doing life the way that you want to do life. You'll be doing life um, or living your life the way you think that your life should be lived. And that's not what we want. God gives us what our hearts desire, but he wants to be the one who does it. Um, I don't know where that just came from. I don't know who needed to hear that, but um, it actually has nothing to do, <laughs> nothing to do with this scripture that I have down. Um, so let's go ahead. The scripture that I have written down is First Peter five, um, verse six, and um, oh, actually, this does have something to do. Um, the this chapter in First Peter five, I'm actually gonna start at. Um, okay, let's read. Oh, this is new King James version. Give me a second. Hold up y'all because. Oh, I think I like new King James versions better. So I am going to read new King James version. I am also going to read the Passion Translation. The Passion Translation, I really like. Um, the only thing with the Passion Translation is it does not have a um, each 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 book or each chapter or whatever does not have um, a Passion Translation. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read this New King James Version, First Peter five. We're going to start at um, verse five. I'm going to just read five through six. And this is is titled, Submit to God, Resist the Devil. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Amen. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, may and he, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all of your care upon him, for he cares for you. Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and read um, the Passion Translation really quickly. Um, and this is called, in the Passion Translation, it is titled, Humility and Faith. If you bow low in God's awesome presence, awesome in God's awesome presence, he will eventually exalt you as you leave the timing in his hands. And a key word here for me is eventually he will eventually exalt you um, as you leave the timing in his hands. Then it says, 
Pour out all of your worries and stress upon him and leave them there. I'm going to say that again. Pour out all your worries and stress upon him and leave them there. For he always tenderly cares for you. Be well balanced. This is verse eight. Be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around like a roaring roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Take a decisive stand against him and resist his every attack with strong, vigorous faith. For you know that belie- that your believers, brothers and sisters around the world are experiencing the same types of troubles that you endure. And then after your brief suffering, although it may feel like forever in God's eyes, it's brief suffering. The God of all loving grace who has called you to share in his internal glory in Christ will personally and powerfully restore you and make you stronger than ever. Yes, he will set you firmly in place and build you up. And he has all the power needed to do this forever. Amen. Amen. So this is again, first Peter five in the, uh, the, the Passion Translation, verse 6 through 11. Wow. Wow. What is your posture when you're going to Christ? When you're leaving things at the feet of God, what is your posture? Are you humble? Are you going to him in humility? Are you going to God knowing that he is the Lord of Lords, the Kings of Kings? Are you going to him knowing that he is Yahweh, Abba, Father, the Prince of Pete? Like, are, how are we going to him? What is our posture when we're leaning in and we're going to God with our worries? Are we passionately casting this, casting our issues on him or upon him? Or are we just saying, look, God, this is my issue. I need you to handle it. Like, no, be confident in God. Yes. But God is not our genie. He is our father, our provider. He wants to care for us. He wants to help nurture us. He wants to help love us. It says, where is it? It says he will. It says, and after your brief suffering, the God of all loving grace, who has called you to share his eternal glory will personally and powerfully restore you. Who does not want to be restored by God? Personally. Like, oh, I have that personal relationship. Like, no, God personally restored me. The first verse six, where it says, he will eventually exalt you as you leave the timing in his hands. Oh, I feel like I'm in this season of God. I've done all that you've told me to do. I'm still here. And that's me personally. I'm in this battle of do I make the next move or am I waiting for God? Like what, what's going on? 
But reading this word, having faith, humility and faith, having faith that I don't control this time. I don't control my plans. I don't control what God has in store for me. He will eventually exalt me. And it's my job as a child of God to wait patiently for the Lord. Continue to pour out all of my worries and stress. I'm so stressed right now. I have a lot of words. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide where it is that I go, what it is that I do. Do I keep this job? Do I do this job? Do I take on this? Do I take on this? Do I take on that? Don't keep that hidden in your heart. Don't keep that bottled up inside. Pour it out so that God can pour in. He can fill up. He can refill us. He can replenish us. Don't keep that inside. Wow. Um, next I have, um, we're going to talk about just being humble, um, relaxed and not anxious, um, when waiting for the Lord, because, ah, that waiting season, that waiting season, y'all listen, if, if you've, have you ever gone from one waiting season to the next waiting season? Like I know, (laughs) listen, it happens. It happens. But while we're in those waiting seasons or while we're waiting for the Lord, while we're waiting God for God to do whatever wonders it is that he has um, in store for us, um, we really have to, again, our posture, we have to adjust our posture, making sure that we're waiting humbly for him, not getting too above ourselves and not falling for the desires of the world. I'm going to go ahead and read um, from Hebrews 13. Um, I have highlighted this is from the message translation. And this is so important to me, especially for us who are on our um, journey of becoming entrepreneurs or um, starting some sort of business, going into some sort of ministry and um, look up to these different Christian followers, these different um these different business owners, these different creators, um, Hebrews 13 message version, um, verse five through six says, do not be obsessed with getting more material things. Don't focus on the things that you don't have. Don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what God has given you already. Be relaxed. So let me start this over. Cause I just intertwined. Um, don't be obsessed with getting more material things. Be relaxed with what you have since God assures us, I will never let you down, never walk off on you and never leave you. We can boldly quote, God is there, ready to help. I'm fearless no matter what, who or what can get to me. Don't allow the enemy to sneak in with, um, with cravings for worldly desires or jealousy or envy. Don't allow him to creep in. Remember your posture. Remember your focus on God. Keep your eyes forward. I I love what Pastor Stephen said um, when he talks about the um, race horses and how they have shield to protect them so that they can't see out of their blind spots so that their focus can stay forward. Keep your posture forward. Keep your focus forward. 
we're going to see things. We're going to have desires for things. We're going to want things, but sometimes it's not for us. And God gives us what our hearts desires. I keep saying that. I don't know why it's so heavy on my heart. God is going to give us what our hearts desire. Allow him to do that. Allow him to do that. Um, the next mark that I have here or the next point that I have here is uh, it talks about uh, procrastination. I don't know who, who's been procrastinating, y'all. Do you feel like you can be um, more productive? Do you feel like there should be or there is a little more uh, that you could be doing um, that you're not doing? Are you pushing back your quiet time with God? Um, and then eventually not even have that quiet time of God because you've pushed it so far back that now it's time for bed. Or did you just not wake up when your alarm went off because you were supposed to be up for prayer that morning? Were you supposed to start writing this business plan, but you say, I'm going to push it off to tomorrow when I feel better? What, what areas are your life? What areas in your life? Are you having a sense of procrastination? I have highlighted Psalms 27, 14. So let's go ahead and read that. Um, and it says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently. So waiting patiently does not mean procrastinate along the way. It does not mean to stop making time for the things that God needs you to make time for. When we're waiting for the Lord, waiting patiently for the God, for the Lord, being brave and courageous, being brave of what the attacks of the enemy. When we're in our waiting season. The enemy is going to come full throttle. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to want to throw everything at us. We're going to be in a bunch of spiritual warfare. Why? Because he knows that God has something great in store for us and he wants us to back down. He doesn't want us to take that path. He wants us to back down from it. He wants us to stay stuck, stay coping in misery, stay coping in stress, stay coping in depression. That's what the enemy wants from us. So be brave and courageous. Stand firm. Stand tall against it and use God's word as your shield, as your protection against the enemy in a spiritual warfare. Because we know that we don't wage war with flesh and blood. But the things that we cannot see, the spiritual things that we cannot see. Whew. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Listen, um, but what I have written down is uh, don't push your duties off until tomorrow. Get it done. And I'm just praying or just say a prayer for yourself and for others around you that God helps us find the space. God will make that. Stop trying to if you can't get an adjustment to your schedule, stop trying to do it on your own. 
Surrender your day. Give your day to God. Allow God to be at the very forefront of your day and say, God, guide me through this day. God, I have a desire to spend more time with you, God, and I have not been finding the time to spend with you, God. God, I know with your power and if in your will that there is a way for me to spend more time for you. If you need to wake me up earlier, oh God, do so. If you need me to stay up later, oh God, do so. Reveal to me my distractions that's taking me away. Taking me away from spending time with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Amen. Procrastination or waiting for God does not mean get lazy. I'm sorry, y'all, if y'all hear the um, fire trucks, but I'm not redoing this episode like for real. Um, But no, waiting on God does not mean um, get lazy. So let's go to Proverbs. Let's get some wisdom out of Proverbs. Um, All right. So we have Proverbs 13. Um, verse four, and it's simple as that. It says, lazy people want much, but get little, but those who work hard will prosper. So just because we're waiting for God does not mean that we can't continue to work hard at what, what we do. It doesn't mean that we could to pray less because God, we know that God is working. No, that doesn't stop. It doesn't stop because you're waiting for him like, oh, yeah, I'm just waiting for God. I'm just waiting for him. I'm not going to check back in. I'm not going to say another prayer. He already knows like never stop praying. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Go to God without ceasing. Proverbs 21 um, verse 25, I believe. Oh, yes. Verse 25. Despite their desires, the lazy will come to ruin for their hands refuse to work. Ah. Ah. The season of this unknown, the season of waiting, the se- it can get discouraging. It's like, God, like there's I'm limited. I, there's so much that I want to do. Like, no, stop making this about you. Let's not make this about you. God, what do you want me to do? And when God reveals that to you, don't get lazy. Don't push back. Don't push it off. Begin to work. Procrastination is the death of a lot of us. And I'm not sitting up here on this podcast saying that I'm perfect and that I got it all down packed because I do not. I know I have some days where I've said, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I didn't work out this morning. Oh, I'm going to work out this evening. And then something happens this evening. Uh, got to push my workout to tomorrow. Something as simple as that. Like God's like, no, I needed you to go three days in a row. I needed you break past that soreness. I needed you to break past that so that you can next go to the, so that you can now go to the next level. It's little things like that, that we push off. Not even necessarily just prayer. But our everyday dis- the decisions that we make for our everyday lives. The last note that I have written down is affirmation. Affirmation. 
Life and death is in the tongue. We all know that. And if we hold firm and hold tight and we plant God's word into our hearts, that's what we need to speak. That's that that that's our truth. That's what we live by. That's what we're following. That's where we get our confirmation. Affirm in God's word. Get your approval from God's word. Get your okay from God's word. Get your understanding from God's word. It never contradicts itself. We need God's word in our heart in order for us to affirm what God's word says when we're under these spiritual warfares or we're in this season of stillness and we don't know what to do next. We need to know what what does God's word say? What does it say in the what does the word say? Affirm more joy. More productive, more productivity. What does this? What does God say about working? What does God say about laziness? I mean, I mean, I just read. He said that lazy people want all of this, but they they we don't want to work hard. So if 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 God tells us if the words specifically says oh yeah like this is lazy people they want this and they 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 don't want to work hard for it we're gonna still go and be lazy it's like all right i've been called out we're gonna still go and procrastinate watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut and you will stay out of trouble that's proverbs 21 verse 23 new living translation and it says it to it straightforward straightforward watch your mouth watch the things that you say don't don't miss a mark don't 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 push yourself back back a couple steps because you want to say something foul out your mouth or you you want to just not speak life you don't want to speak effort affirmations you don't want to speak that you're beautiful you want to look in the mirror and not be comfortable with yourself or you want to um go to your job and and not work hard you want to do all of these things Speaking death, you want to wake up in the morning and say, I don't feel like it. You want to wake up in the morning and say, today's not my day. I already feel it. No. Life and death is in the tongue. What is life? I'm beautiful today. God is amazing today. God, and even on my best day, you're still good. This is my day. I decide happiness over my day. I decide joy over. I decided. This is not the enemy's territory any longer. Don't allow him to enter into our space. Any longer. He's going to try and try and try and try and try y'all. 
and try again. But as children of God, we know how to fight these battles. We know what is of God and what is not of God. We know it. Hebrews 10, um, message translation. I think I'm going to read the message translation. Hebrews 10, and it says 22 through 25. So let's do it. Full of belief, confident that we're presentable inside and out. That we are presentable inside and out. That we are presentable inside and out. Pictures look so beautiful from the outside looking in. You know, we see family photos. Wow, you have a beautiful family. But we don't know what's going on in those doors. Be presentable on the inside out. Oh, you have such a beautiful smile. But are you presentable on the inside? Are you mocking others on the inside? Are you slandering others on the inside? Let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. Again, let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keeps us going. Let's keep a firm grip on the promises of the Lord that keeps us going day to day. He always keeps his word. Let's see how innovative we can be in encouraging love and helping out, not avoiding worshiping together and as some do, but spurring each other on, especially as we see the big day approaching. Your community, the people who you surround yourself with. If they can't affirm themselves, affirm God's word for them. Be confident that we're presentable inside and out. This is not, don't, don't, we can't focus on the way that the world sees us. We all want people to see. We all want to show the world the joy that God um, has brought into our lives. Who who doesn't? But make sure this is just not an only on camera thing. Humility. Showing the struggles, y'all. This this journey has been one of the toughest journeys I've ever been on in my life. The amount of spiritual warfare, the amount of healing, the amount that God has revealed to me, the the hitting things that have been in my heart. It has been hard, y'all. And I've had my days where I've been down. I've had my days where I don't feel like it. But God never ceased to amaze me. There are days where I'm in fear of going to God in prayer. Because I I fear being judged. Because I've been so judged and humiliated on earth that I, I, I allow that to stop me from going to my father. Who's adopted me into his home, into his kingdom. The things that have happened to us in the natural realm 
can definitely affect our relationship that we have with God. The hurt and the pain that we've experienced here on earth can get in the way of the relationship that we have with God, our Father. And I'm here today to say that if that is something that you are struggling with, you are not alone. But trust, just dive into your word and find God's truth. Because the enemy wants us away. He wants us to stay away. He wants us to stray away. He wants us to not go to God with our concerns. God is like, come to me, bring it to me, bring it to me. And the enemy is like, nah, he's just like everyone else. He, 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 he's, he's evil. He's angry. He, yes, God gets angry. God gets upset. God gets disappointed. His heart is broken. But don't, 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 don't. He forgives us over and over and over again. It's our posture. It's our heart. Don't procrastinate on taking that to God. Affirm that his word is true. Mm. That's all I got for y'all today. I don't know who needed to hear it. I don't know if this was a message for myself. I don't know. (laughs) But listen, y'all. We're entering in a season of 21 days of prayer and fasting at my church. And I am going diving deep, digging deep. My soul, I'm craving a, 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 a stronger relationship, a nearer relationship, a, more, a, a greater connection with God. This season has been a little silent and I just know he's ready to pour. I know he's ready to download. I know he's ready to do it. So if you have any prayer requests, please feel free to send them to me. In the meantime, you guys have a great week. And I'll see you all next Sunday. Love you guys. Bye.